Welcome to the American Families of Faith Project audio article series. This series is led by Lauren Marks and David Dollahite, co-directors of the American Families of Faith Project at Brigham Young University. Each article has previously been published in various scholarly journals, online magazines, and newspapers. Hello, my friends. This is Dave Dollahite. I'm a professor of family life at Brigham Young University and co-director of the American Families of Faith Project, along with my good friend and colleague, Dr. Lauren Marks. And this is audio article number 33, Evangelical Christian Families, God Wants Us to Be Strong. And this article was published in Public Square Magazine, an online magazine, on November 19, 2021, authored by Dave Dollahite and Lauren Marks. Carl Truman recently wrote, quote, The family is a mess. Religious institutions lack authority. The nation-state is no longer a source of unity, but a theater of conflict in which we fight about what is and is not America. And yet, that basic human need to belong persists, end quote. In addition to the basic human need to belong, William James identified a profound human need for faith that he conceptualized as the will to believe. According to a 2018 Gallup poll, about 40% of Americans self-identify as evangelical or born-again Christians. American evangelical Christians generally report that one primary conviction of their faith is a strong belief in the Bible, the Protestant roots of sola scriptura, scriptura sola, that is, only scripture and scripture alone, The other deep faith commitment is the striving for a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. In this article, we explore how these specific aspects of faith among evangelical Christians reportedly influence their family life and family interactions. In our personal and family lives, we have had meaningful interactions with many evangelicals. We taught many delightful evangelical students in state universities in North Carolina and Louisiana a few of whom were bold enough to evangelize us. We had kind and helpful neighbors of that faith. In spite of their deep questions about our brand of Christianity, our children were included in their sports leagues, for example, Upward Bound, which had an impressively generative feel to them. Each academic year, Dave invites Pastor Mark Turco to guest lecture in his Family and World Religions class at BYU, where Mark always impresses students with his faith and his tolerance exhibited by laboring away in that area that is heavily populated by our own LDS community. We interviewed Joseph and Jessica, all participant names are pseudonyms, a remarkable evangelical Christian couple from the eastern United States, for several hours as part of the American Families of Faith Project, a 20-year national effort to explore nearly 300 racially, regionally, and religiously diverse families in healthy long-term heterosexual marriages. Near the end of our interview, intended to reveal deep meanings and understanding about the nexus of faith and family life, Joseph said, quote, There's something that when, as a family, your hearts are pointed together toward the same thing, and it's God. Then parenting and economics and space and food and disagreements and hassles and joys and celebrations and all that other stuff, it works different. It seems different. It feels different. Our family are all oriented in the same way. Christ is king. He's center. 
He's what it's all about. I don't know how to convey to you that, yes, our faith informs our relationships and everything about us. End quote. Although it is more and more difficult to satiate the need to belong and the need to believe, there are some families like Jessica and Joseph's who continue to co create belief and belonging together. Jessica said of Joseph, quote, It's always great for kids to be able to look up to their dad and see someone that they respect. I've seen him changing over the years. He loves the Lord and wants to do what pleases God, modeling what he sees as being valuable for the kids to see. He has an important role in being like Jesus to the kids. A lot of our understanding of who God is comes through fathers because God is presented as a father in the Bible. If a kid grows up having a father who is loving and kind and supportive and strong, I think it is easier for them to understand God and who he is, end quote. Joseph said of Jessica, quote, I see Jessica get up every morning and take time to read scripture and pray, and I just see that it's not separate from the rest of her day and that it influences the way she does everything, the way she interacts with me and the kids and everybody in the community. It's central. It's pervasive. It makes me want to do likewise, end quote. Other evangelical Christians we interviewed similarly discussed how their faith as wife and husband promoted belief, belonging, and enhanced marital unity. A wife and mother named Danielle said, quote, Someone pointed out to me one time that it's as though God is at the center of one of those old wagon wheels and we are the spokes. So the closer we get on each one of those spokes to the center, the closer we are with each other. So I think what strengthens our marriage is my constantly strengthening my relationship with God. End quote. Many evangelical couples reportedly strive to keep God as the center of their marriage and mention turning to Him through prayer to bring them closer together. Terry, a wife, said, quote, I would say God's who we can go to if we have any questions. We'll go to the scripture or praying. He helps us have love, the kind of love He has so that we can work out the problems when you have them. We can pray about them together. It's great to have one source to go to that will give you the same answer, so that whatever your divisiveness might be, you'll come to the same conclusion. He's the center of our marriage. End quote. Another participant's response suggested that scriptures helped her understand what a marriage should be. She said, We'll go to the scripture to find out what our marriage should be what our lives should be. It's a guide, definitely. It gives us direction. It helps us have love. Most evangelical Christian couples reported that their religious faith offered them tools to resolve and or avoid conflict in their marriage. Brent, a husband, said, quote, Putting others ahead of yourself, that's important. Viewing others as superior. Not thinking too much of yourself me being conscious of providing emotionally and physically and spiritually for the family, prevents me from spending too much time watching sports or going out with the guys or spending too much time at work. It's definitely grounding, end quote. Danielle, an evangelical Christian wife, similarly said, quote, I found what seems to destroy marriage, to me, is selfishness, criticism. But the fact that I'm part of a faith tradition that is constantly pulling my thoughts to good, pulling my thoughts to God, 
helps me conquer those little things, end quote. As relationship scholars who have explored the doctrines, teachings, and practices of eight diverse religious ethnic communities, a central effort is to facilitate authentic tolerance and respect. Another aim is to identify and acknowledge commendable practices within given faiths that earned our holy envy. A teaching and practice of evangelicals that won our admiration is the consistent doctrinal emphasis on marriage, coupled with supportive resources offered by the faith community. Sophie, a wife, said, quote, At our church, many of the sermons were about relationships and seeking outside counseling. That was very key at one point in our marriage to help us have new and deeper conversations about issues. So those words of counsel were really supportive for me and my husband too, end quote. Thomas and his wife Sissy reported that they go in for marital checkups. Thomas explained, quote, We just met with the pastor a couple of weeks ago, just kind of a spiritual checkup to get some insight from a third party, get his advice on some main things we disagree on, and so that's helped us to avoid further conflict, end quote. Even in exemplary marriages, the challenges come. Danielle, an evangelical Christian wife, said, quote, there have been times that I found myself getting very upset with him, falling out of love with him, being disgusted. And then I can rear back and think, where are these thoughts coming from? And when I can see that it's this attack against good, against marriage, against faithfulness, then I can say, this is not my thought. And so sometimes I have to sit down and read the Bible chapter on marriage. Or I will literally make a list of all the qualities I love about him and fall in love again with those and try to keep my vision clear about who it is I'm married to and why I'm committed to this. End quote. A husband named Joel similarly said, quote, I go back to Scripture. My charter is to love her like Christ loved the church. And that's totally forgiving, loving, laying down your life for them. End quote. Jessica's words, quote, When I look at the Bible, what it says in the Bible for husbands and for wives, God wants us to be successful. He wants us to be strong. And I do know when we follow him that it makes, not for a perfect marriage, but for a very, very happy marriage. End quote. In addition to discussing their faith in a marital context, most evangelical Christian participants also reported that their religious faith was a strength and resource in their parent-child relationships. A father named Alex similarly said, quote, Our prayer and having church activities together really strengthens the family unity. End quote. On this same note of faith and family unity, a teenage daughter named Chelsea said, quote, We go to meetings together. We do pretty much everything together. It's nice, though, because everybody's together and we're all taking in similar things so that we can go home and we can talk about stuff or ask questions or just keep the conversation lines open, end quote. In addition to the unifying influence faith can provide, a conceptual point of emphasis evangelical parents repeatedly mentioned was that they viewed their children as gifts that came to them from God. A mother named Lucy said that she believed in, quote, honoring your children as gifts, as your gifts from God to nurture and to help parent them to be loving, contributing members of society, end quote. 
Lucy continued by explaining that this belief or perspective, quote, very much influences how we parent our children, how we respect them as individuals, and their right to have some say as individuals, end quote. Other recurring concepts included both conflict resolution and forgiveness, often mentioned together. One mother stated, quote, The Bible says children should be obedient, but it's a two-way street. We're obligated before God to treat our children the best. They've suffered at our expense sometimes because we don't do that. It's important to be big enough to admit that you're wrong, that you didn't handle a situation right, and to ask them for forgiveness and to really work at making it right, end quote. A husband named Brent said that his faith helps him to see that, quote, Inevitably, I have sinned, in a word. I've sinned in not controlling myself the way I should, because I'm in a position where I should say, let it go. But I make it a big deal, and that's wrong. I shouldn't do that. And that'll prompt me to want to make amends, end quote. The above parental insights about seeking forgiveness call to mind a student of ours who observed after reading through portions of these interviews, quote, you know, there's one thing that a parent can model even better than God, how to apologize and ask for forgiveness, end quote. For both marriage and parenting, the Bible seems to be evangelical participants' most common resource, reference, and touchstone. Participants mentioned turning to the Bible to understand the will of God, to understand what marriage and family should look like, and to learn to give and receive forgiveness. In addition to the centrality of Scripture, evangelical Christians also focused on the importance of a personal relationship with God. For evangelicals, God is understood more as a person rather than an impersonal force. Thomas illustrated this by saying he, quote, felt like there was a third person here, and we're just drawn together through prayer, end quote. This emphasis on God as the source for personal transformation also may explain why evangelicals may emphasize the importance of dependence or trust in God as a way of overcoming individual frailties. Several participants spoke of how trusting God allowed them to focus on strengthening their marital or parent-child relationships. Further, many referred to selfishness as a way that they felt religion helped them strengthen their family relationships. Most participants directly or indirectly referenced that a religious call to practice humility was beneficial to their marriage and parent-child relationships. Our data from our interviews with American evangelical Christian families featured several strengths. Some of these overlap with other religious ethnic communities, including the importance of family unity and or the cohesive nature of shared, sacred time together. Other strengths were more distinct and pronounced. First, evangelicals were the only group to mention faith community-based marital counseling so frequently that it was identified as a key finding. The evangelical willingness to seek pastoral and professional help when marital help is needed, or even simply as a maintenance checkup, was laudable and instructive. A critical sticking point for many, consistent with the research of family scholar Julie Zolodek, was that some evangelicals have trouble reconciling the evangelical concept of the husband as head of the wife with the structure of their marital relationships, which they consider to be equal. As with any faith tradition, there are complexities. 
many wives and husbands directly or obliquely rejected male headship in favor of servant leadership, a concept that seemed to meld elements of traditional Christianity with more egalitarian pragmatics. Even so, the Bible was central. Of particular emphasis was Proverbs 31, who can find a virtuous woman, as a template for wives and mothers. Similarly, select Pauline epistles, such as Husband, Love Your Wives as Christ Loved the Church and Gave Himself for It, from Ephesians 5.25, were a source of reference or charter for husbands and fathers. In connection with this latter reference to other similar passages, Evangelical spouses and parents reportedly strive to embody servant leadership in their marriages and families, an ideal that combined humility, service, and willing sacrifice for others, as discussed in connection with the theme entitled The Relationally Facilitative Role of Putting Others First. This effort was, in many families, so earnest that it garnered our deep respect and holy envy. Undoubtedly, among people of faith, There are far too many domineering husbands and fathers who have a toxic faith that oppresses instead of blesses those closest to them. Sometimes no religion at all may be better than one that is corrupted as a cloak for abuse. Among those we interviewed, this approach to religion was rare. Gratefully, consistent with the work of sociologist W. Bradford Wilcox, psychologist Rob Palkowitz, and others, We found prospects for more of the latter in the words of mothers and fathers that welcomed us into their homes. As Jessica said of Joseph, quote, In our family, Joseph's an excellent role model. The kids look up to him and see God in his life, so they'll want to pattern their lives after him. Joseph loves the Lord, end quote. The 20th century journalist Robert Ingersoll wrote, quote, It is difficult for a child to find a father in God unless the child first finds something of God in his father, end quote. We are grateful to report that in Joseph, in Jessica, and many others we interviewed, we found something of God. Doctors Dave Dollahite and Lauren Marks are both professors in the School of Family Life at Brigham Young University. The American Families of Faith Project shares research-based ideas about ways of making faith come alive in marriage and family life.